plate, you dumped it! Good evening, good afternoon, good morning. My name is Malachi J. Matthews and I am joined as always by Hollywood Hollywood Fletcher. How's it going, Hollywood Fletch? Uh, hello. Bang bang. How's it going? You're, you've got, you're a bit chipper today. That's upbeat, upbeat. So what's that freaking shark film, mate? <laughs> God, you can't get over it. <laughs> that shark film. This is weeks later. <laughs> we, we watched that weeks ago. We did, yeah. I was still thinking about it. <laughs> Bad CGI sharks everywhere. <coughs> yeah. Available on VOD now. Go ahead. Get it. Get it. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Do yourself a favour. Do yourself a favour. Watch that film. Stop talking so, about no, that wait, film. I can't. I can't. Oh, Fletch, we'll stop talking about it. What are we doing this week? <laughs> <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre DOS. DOS. It's the another, second one. The second one. It's there a, was a second one? Wait, there is a third and fourth one. Really? Yes, there is. And there's also a series of remakes as well. <laughs> yeah. The third one has got Viggo Mortensen. What's, it? What's his name? The fellow from Lord of the Rings. He's got a robot leg. The third one... Sean Bean. Has, yeah, Sean Bean, that's the one. The fourth one has got uh, Matthew McConaughey and Rene Zellweger in it, which I think we will probably do that one in the future. I don't know who they are. What, what superhero films were they in? I don't know. <laughs> they weren't in The Avengers. No, I don't care then. Well, fuck those guys. So, a sequel. Again, a sequel to a... This seems to be a theme with the sequels that we're doing. Sequels to films that really didn't need sequels. I hadn't seen this film before. No. Had you not seen this one at all? No. I've seen the first one. Yeah. I've seen the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Possibly the best horror film ever made, in my opinion. The first one? The the first one, yeah. Not this one, no. The best horror film ever made? Uh, One of my personal favourites. You know what? Whenever I think of that film, I always think of the bit where she's just trying to escape out the house and she's just getting to the door and Leatherface just comes and just runs at her and grabs her. Yeah. And I always found that terrifying. Terrifying, yeah. I always found the, the original, the, the sound work in the original. Mm. At the start. Yeah, classic. Okay. Fucking love it. So you made us watch the second one instead? Yeah, we watched the second one instead. Don't worry, it's written by the same guy. Toby so, Hooper. So, yeah, sorry, don't worry, it's directed by the same guy. Yeah, Toby Hooper. Yeah. But uh, this one's a little bit different because this one has got that little extra bit of tap shine on it. Yeah. It fills my heart with joy every time I start a film to write down the cues for the episode when we get the Canon Group logo, oh. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Canon. Yeah, Toby Hooper at one point had a three-movie deal. With Canon. Wow. And this was one of the three movies that he made. Do you know what the other two were that he made? Go on. Life Force, about the uh, space vampires. Space vampire film, yeah. we yeah. watched that, didn't we? It was good. And also Invaders from Mars, the remake of that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, Canon. Impeccable taste. Impeccable. They, they know how to choose them. They do. This, I mean, we love a Canon. We do love a Canon. Well, I'll tell you what I loved about this film. What's that? Storm Dennis. Oh... Cooking up a cocaine storm. <laughs> you mean the big man? He yeah. finally arrived in the Tattyverse. Hopper. The Hopper is here, ladies and gentlemen. No, I'm only good. I can only refer to him as Storm Dennis. Storm now. Dennis is here. Storm Dennis ruined my weekend, but then made it good by watching this. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the original, there is only one returning actor from the first film. Yeah. In this, and that is uh, Drayton Sawyer, the older of the three brothers. It's yeah. a different Leatherface. And uh, Bill Moseley is not in the first film. Yeah. Yeah. Bill Moseley in this film 
isn't playing the character from the first one. He's playing the twin brother of the first one who went to Vietnam. The hitchhiker. The hitchhiker, yeah. Right, okay. I'm on board. Yeah? Do you know where we are now? We're in that... Because you remember the first film, Dark. Yeah. Very scary. It was. Not a, lot of, not a lot of light in that film. This film, however, is like fucking Scooby-Doo. Did you know Dennis Hopper said this is the worst film he's ever done? Well, I can see that, but I... Fucking Dennis Hopper is a king amongst men in this film. He was in Super Mario Brothers film. Just yeah. take that in. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Playing it with a very similar energy. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he's also in uh, The Crow 4, which we are doing at some point. The Edward Furlong Crow film. He plays the devil in that. And this was the worst film he ever did. And this did. was the worst film he ever did, yeah. Excellent. Brilliant. Excellent. I love you. I love Dennis Hopper. He is genuinely one of my favourite actors. Yes, yeah, absolutely. He, t- he tipped top of the top. Oh, and also, our female lead. You may recognise her from somewhere. We've talked about this film quite a lot on the podcast. Who's Stretch. Stretch. Caroline Williams, Fletch. Yeah. Do you know what, she, what film she was in recently? Recently? Go on. She was in the film made by the Dark Lord himself. What? She's in the fucking dancing film. No! (laughs) She's in Verotica. She is the main... She's in Verotica. (laughs) Yeah! Yeah! Oh, I want to watch that film so bad. Why is he fucking ducking everybody? Dancing, if you're listening to this, send it to us. Dancing? (laughs) Dancing, if you're listening to us, because we know you do. Send it to us. We'll do it on a Friday night. Stop ducking everyone, Dancing. Give us the fucking film. We, we were supposed to have it on Halloween. He said we could get this film on Halloween. Calm down, calm down. I'm getting on. Let's rein it in, Fletch. He's not on social media. No, he's not. It's because... Because he doesn't understand it. Because we would all collectively bully him into giving us this fucking film. Give us the film, Danzig. Glenn, come on, mate. Give it up. I mean, you make fucking pink fluffy misfit slippers, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Give us the film. Yeah. We actually some, want that. Take some time off from your doobies and hot dogs and make it, let us watch Verotica. That's a modern film, Fletch. We're going back to the past. We're going back to 1986. The film is about to begin. And this film starts with two typical 80s douchebags in a car shooting up mailboxes and Texas signs. Straight in with the street punks. They're on their way to the biggest party in the world. The These, biggest party in the world? That's what they said, yeah. The, you mean the Red River Rivalry? Yeah, they're on their way to the uh, football, basically. <laughs> they're on their way to what's college football. Yeah, biggest party in the world. Okay. And while they're there, they're, they're shooting up mailboxes, shooting up famous signs of Texas, and they're listening to the local request radio. It's fucking Danzig's, mate. Stretch on the radio. Do you know how she, um, she got the part for this film? I don't. She wanted to make an impression. No. So what she did was, she started off down the corridor for the audition mm. and she ran screaming into the room and she pulled them out of the chairs and barricaded the door in a panic like you know like yeah, she yeah. was being like chased chased by a leatherface man yeah fucking good it worked and they got and they gave her, they gave her the part yeah well she works for Red River Rock and Roll Request Radio that's a fucking mouthful do you want to try it again Red River Rock and Roll Request Radio Red River Rock and Roll Request Radio that's yeah that's the show that's what the show's called alright mate you, I, I get hit in the head a lot. They're the fucking douches. They call up. They call up and they're just basically hassling Stretch. Like being proper 80s coke douches, aren't they? They won't put down the phone, Fletch. They're holding up the line. And she's going, Stretch is saying, put down the, put down the phone. You're holding it up. Why can't she hang up? 
Because that's how it works. If you've called in, it's it's how phones work, Fletch. And they're like, no way, baby! And while they're, while they're being douches in the car, they notice that there's a, a farmer's truck coming towards them and he says, hey, look, let's play chicken with this farmer! And they swerve this poor farmer and his truck off the road later and they drive off like douches into the Texas distance. And all this can be heard down the phone. He's going, put down the phone! Put down the phone! They won't put down the fucking phone. They drive past a sign, Fletch. For the Texas Battleland Amusement Park. That's a cool name. It is cool. And they're in Texas, driving into Texas town. Stretch is pretty fucking cool because she's listening to the cramps. She's putting the cramps on on the radio. The soundtrack to this film, I really liked it. Mate, Stretch is cool as fuck. She is cool as fuck. It's later on in the evening and they're in the, she's in there with LG, her assistant. Bit of a sweetheart. LG's got a bit of a, you know, bit of a crush on her, isn't he? He's a good old boy. He's a good old boy. He is. He's a cowboy boy. While they're playing the cramps... Fucking douchebags ring back, don't they? Later on in the day, Stretch is like, hang it up, lame-o. How long have they been driving for? They, well, it's Texas, mate. It's big. <laughs> Massive. They've been driving for a good couple of hours. Well, it's got dark, How it? have they kept this level of energy up, though? Cocaine. The guy on the phone, on his big car phone, says, this request is for Rick the Prick, which is the sunglasses douche guy in yeah, the car. The one with the gun. Yeah, he says, he wants to hear bright lights, big titties. And he says, I don't want to hear them. <laughs> I want to see them! Because they're fucking douches. And they're like, just put the fucking phone down. And LG's going, I can't, I can't break the signal, darling. Everything don't work so busy, bouncing and wrong, earth or spire. That's science, LG. So put the phone down. He can't because the, the douches have rang there. What happens if she literally just puts the receiver down back in the cradle? It just carries on going on the radio. I don't understand. 80s phones. This mate. is a really shit setup they've got. It's, well, shit setup. No, it's not. The truck from earlier on that they pushed off the side of the road comes out on, the lights on, and they're like, fucking hell, it's the farmer from earlier. As the car pulls up next to them, they notice that there is a fucking corpse, dingle-dangle scarecrow man on the back of it. This looked really frightening. The stereo's playing Oingo Boingo. (laughs) The puppet is the body of the dead son from the first one, the dead brother from the first one. The hitchhiker, hitchhiker. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, Leatherface is using him like a puppet and he starts attacking the car with a massive fucking chainsaw to the soundtrack of Oingo Boingo. And he chops, whilst chopping up the car, he chops up the main punk's head. <laughs> the other one tries to shoot him. Yeah. And hits the hitchhiker hits, instead. Yeah, hits the hitchhiker instead, thus revealing Leatherface's leathery face. Oh, and Leatherface is just hitting the car and he's going... <laughs> And all of this is being broadcast on the radio live across Texas. And he's like, back up, pig fucker. They're still on the phone. And he cuts the top of his head off. Cuts the top of his head off, yeah. Cuts the top of his head off like a fucking egg in the morning. Like a Pez dispenser. Yeah, pop. And the car keeps going and there's just blood firing out the top of his head. The physical effects in this film, the practical effects, are great. There's a lot of squashed heads... Head trauma. This film's astounding. It is, yeah. That's one word for it. That looks so good. It is, yeah. And it's all been broadcast all over the radio. 11 minutes 15, Dennis Hopper enters the Tattyverse. You've timestamped Time Dennis Time-stamped it, yeah. Storm Dennis. It's Storm coming. Dennis. It's arrived. He's surveying the crash site of the, the dude crash last night. The yeah. douche crash. And he's looking down and he sees... The uh, holographic douche glasses. Yeah. And he also sees that it's full of holes from a chainsaw and covered in the blood of a cocaine douche. While he's looking at the car evidence, the police pull up and they're not happy that Dennis Hopper's there at all. They're like, fuck off, Dennis Hopper. You you, you keep getting involved in all these chainsaw-related... Go away! 
And the, the other policeman's like, look, I'll calm it down. I'll go over and speak to Dennis Hopper. Are you here for the big game? He says, like, you know why I'm here. He says, has it got something to do with chainsaw killers and your brother's kids that got killed in the first film 15 years ago? Oh, that's it, guys. He said, this is nothing to do with that. It's an accident. Just punks going wild, raising hell. Dennis says, yep. One of those punks went so wild, he sawed his own goddamn head off going 90 miles an hour. <laughs> why are the police why are the police ignoring this? Well, I don't know, because I don't know. It's implied at the beginning of the film that but they just, are literally just going around massacring people. Yeah. And the police are like, oh, this is a, another another chainsaw-related accident. Storm Dennis adds, ha, hell, that is exactly what they've unleashed. And the policeman says, well, I have got the authority from the DA to put you straight on the next plane back to Amarillo. Storm Dennis, well, you just do that, son. I'd like to see that authority. He lights a cigarette and he cuts a deal with him. He says, look, I need media coverage. See if anybody's got any information on these terrorising Texas people or if the people come forward themselves because they're nutters. Loads of football douches are in town and they're all staying at the same hotel as uh, Storm Dennis. Stretch, Danzig's mate, she goes to see Dennis because she's, she, she recorded the whole thing last night. She's, it's like, I've got evidence on tape, actual evidence, an audio cassette. I recorded it last night. I heard people getting killed by... T- it was definitely a chainsaw. And you're the chainsaw man, aren't you Dennis Hopper? Dennis Hopper sat there just drinking, looking really sad. And she gives him a paper and says, look, the, the press have trashed Dennis Hopper overnight. They're like, Dennis Hopper's a cunt. He don't know what he's on about. He's just coming fiddling with things he doesn't know anything about. Crazy ex-ranger. Crazy ex-ranger. And Stretch says, I believe in you, Dennis Hopper. I believe you. And I have it all here on tape. Actual evidence. She wants to help Dennis Hopper via the radio station. She said, I can do, I can, I can do it. I'm, I'm in the media. We can do this. Dennis Hopper says, you're going to get in my way. Don't you get in my way! <laughs> Dennis Hopper, Jesus Christ, he could have, he should have got an Oscar for this one. This is where he talks about how he's got no fear. Sorry, Stretch says, I'm already in the middle of this. This is my chance to stop playing headbanging music and do something important with my life. <laughs> Dennis says, I don't need any help. I don't need anybody to stand with me. She says, I can't do it on your own. Dennis stands up and he says, I've got a perfect willingness to die. And that gives me a moral over this bunch of mad dogs. They live for fear. They thrive on it. And I ain't got no fear left. And as he shuts, he tells her to piss off, shuts the door. And then he stares at his hands and goes, I ain't got no fear, Lord. I ain't got no fear. Fucking. <laughs> fucking Dennis. Crying Dennis. Crying. Oh, fucking great, isn't it? I, I can't believe you've not seen this one, being such a Dennis fan. I've just, I've always been like a big fan of his ever since. Once I was watching a documentary about beat poetry, mm. and in the middle of it, they just put this like video of Dennis Hopper dressed as Allen Ginsberg, like in the in, like by a chain link fence, just shouting how, <laughs> doing beat poetry. Yeah, just doing beat poetry, <laughs> and his fucking coked out eyes just against the chain link fence. And I was like, my God, Dennis Hopper, I love you. You're mental. I love him. And then he was in True Romance. Remember in that? Yeah, he was. Yeah, brilliant. Dennis Hopper. Apocalypse Now. Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Speed. Oh, we should do Speed. I love we should speed. do Speed. Speed's too good. Speed's, Speed's one of the good. best well, action films I've ever seen. Speed 2. Electric Boogaloo. Speed 2 is Worse. too bad. It's too bad. 
too bad, and that's already... We can't do speed. No, we can't do speed. <laughs> I'm 16 anymore, we'll get some coke. LG and Stretch have been sent, because obviously the football shenanigans are going on. Mm. Turns out, downstairs in the lobby of the hotel that Dennis is staying... Yeah. ...having a chilli cook-off down there. Nice. Texas versus Oklahoma. Nice. LG's waiting down there. You can tell he's sweet for a Stretch, because he's built a little house out of chips. Oh. Oh, it's nice. Stretch is really annoyed that Dennis Hopper won't let her, won't accept any help because he's clearly full of cocaine and already bonkers. So she's like, right, I'm going to do the Texas Oklahoma chili cook-off now. The winner's been announced, Fletch. He gets up on stage. And the winner of the competition is Drayton Sawyer, the older brother of Leatherface and Bill Mosley. If only you knew this, Dennis Hopper's upstairs. Dennis Hopper's upstairs. I know. And, and, this, guy's, and this guy's down, downstairs laying on thick, yeah. thick hints about what is in this chili. Yeah. He's like, the secret's in the meat. Don't scrape on the meat. It's all about the meat. <laughs> I love this town, and this town loves prime meat. Prime meat. I eat people. I mean... <laughs> yeah. Dennis goes shopping for chainsaws. Oh, my God. Is this what happens next? Yeah, this is what happens next. The next scene in this film, cut right chainsaws. There's an old boy on the phone talking yeah. to somebody. Dennis Hopper pulls up. There's a marching band in the background for some bizarre reason. It's probably something to do with the football. Football weekend. Football, of course it is. Dennis Hopper pulls up outside with his shades on. Walks straight past the old dude in the shop. Stands in the face of a darkened room. He pulls the cord to that room. The room is illuminated. Fletch, what does he see in this room of justice? Wall-to-wall chainsaws. Wall-to-wall chainsaws. You know that bit in The Matrix where Keanu Reeves is like, I need guns, and then all them shelves appear with guns on them? Yeah, it's like It's that. kind of like that, but with chainsaws. But with chainsaws. Dennis Hopper takes a, a huge wad of cash out <laughs> of, like, $100 bills, and he leaves it on the table. And while the old guy's still on the phone, Dennis starts... Weighing up the chainsaws, picking them up, seeing which ones are the best. He picks up two hand chainsaws. <laughs> and waves them around. them around. And then he gets a big one. The guy comes in from the office and he says, what can I do you for? Dennis doesn't say anything. He just walks straight past him with the chainsaws. Puts his shade back on, goes outside. And the guy says, there's fuel in them there chainsaws. Give them suckers a time or two. Dennis tests the chainsaws. <laughs> Fucking hell. He walks out, he's got these chainsaws, and he just starts smashing the living hell out of a tree trunk that's outside. And while he's doing it, the old guy from the shop's going, <laughs> And what does he say? Bless my big banana. He's getting really excited. So, in his religious mania and Rewenge thirst, Dennis Hopper has decided that the best way to fight the Texas Chainsaw Massacre family is by getting... As his many own, chainsaws as you can. His own arsenal of chainsaws to yeah. fight them with. Does yeah. he think that they're only harmed by chainsaws? Ah, fire versus fire, mate. Alright. That's what it is, it's biblical. That was one of the plagues, wasn't it? <laughs> Locusts, frogs, chainsaws. Chainsaws, yeah. Dennis decides he's going to go and speak to Stretch, Danzig's mate, at the radio station. And he's like, look, I've decided I will need your help. This is going to be really complicated. Well, what I need you to do is play the tape of the murder out on the radio again. He's like, she says, I can't do that. That's again like FCC regulations. And he says, find a way, darling, find a way. <laughs> she says, you were going to do this alone, Dennis Hopper. And he says, I need you, missy. Oh, I need you, missy. She says, don't call me missy, call me Stretch. And he says, 
Well, you can call me Lefty, and it's mighty good doing business with you. Lefty. Lefty is his name. Yeah. He's a lieutenant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now Drayton is driving home. His nickname is literally just his rank <laughs> yeah. in the in the uh, in the Rangers. Drayton is driving home with his award full of chili uh, in his in the van. Now in the van, he's listening to the radio, but it's just like a transistor radio on the side. The phone rings in the van. Yeah, he's got yeah. But it's it's not a car phone. It's just a dial-up phone that he's got like on a table in the front of the van. <laughs> and he's like, uh, "Well, I'm the one who does all the chili. We're men in it. Can I help you?" And it's his brother, and he's like, what? I told you not to call me on the work phone. And he's like, what? What's on the radio? And he's like, you best not be joking, me boy. Tunes it in. Here's the murder from last night, and he's furious. He's like, you boys have done it again. You've done it again, you pair of idiots. You fudge packers will be the death of me. Oh, God, well, no. Who'd have thunk that backwater redneck people eaters would also be homophobic? Yeah, they're just bad folks all, all around. Bad folks all I around. I thought they'd be a bit more progressive than that, to be honest. Earlier on, when Dennis had asked Stretch to play the uh, tape again on the radio, he said, oh, well, once you've played it, I'll come and meet you at the radio station. Gotcha. And we'll, we'll hang out, we'll talk this one through. Eat some chilli. Eat some chilli. Eat some man chilli. LG says to Stretch, he's like, I don't know why you played that tape again. Darling, I don't know why you played that tape again, darling. We had, we had a fucking shitload full of complaints, you see. And she said, look, it was, it was a request. It was, technically, it was a request. Dennis Hopper asked me to play it. And it's in my remit that I have to, I have to do it. And <laughs> what kind of loophole Yeah, is that's that? what she says. LG's like, well, I don't really get that. I'm going to go and get a couple of coffees. Yeah? I'll see you in a bit. LG leaves to get the coffees. Stretch stays in the studio waiting for Dennis Hopper to turn up. Can't they make coffees there? It's plot coffee. <laughs> Everything's just so much harder to do there. Yeah. The phone rings. For the security door downstairs. There's somebody in the studio, Fletch. Oh, shit. Sounds. Stuff are rustling. She says, LG, is that you? I don't think it is LG. Who is it? I don't think it is LG. Stretch goes and has a look round the studio. There's yeah. a lot of noises going on. She walks into one room and turns on a light. And there's fucking Bill Mosley from the Rob Zombie films. Dressed as a horrible hippie man. Sat on a sofa in a, in a Sonny Bono wig. Scratching his egg with a coat hanger. It's... Chopped up. It's chopped up. Chopped up sounds like he's a Ninja Turtles baddie. It does, yeah. It's chopped up. Chopped up. Played by uh, horror royalty, Mr. Bill Mosley. They're all just friends of aged rock stars who have moved into horror. Well, funnily enough, this film, when I watched House of a Thousand Corpses the first time, yeah. it's basically a rip-off of this film, isn't it? Bill Mosley says, I want to buy some airtime! <laughs> <laughs> He's and he's so worked, funny. Yeah. He's the best thing about this film, by the way. He says, me and my big brother Bubba, we're listening to you every night. <laughs> That's literally what he's like for the every time he's on screen. Oh, he's bouncing brilliant. up and down, scratching his head under his wig with a coat hanger. And he's eating little oh, bits God. of flesh off of it. Oh, the fucking coat hanger. He keeps... He keeps heating it up on his lighter. And sticking it in his head. And then sticking it on the side of his head and, and you just hear it sizzle. That is inspired, that yes, is. Who is. thought of that? Giving him this coat hanger and just having him keep sticking it in the side mm. of his head. So basically, Stretch is trying to get rid of him. And so she says, I'll give you, I'll give you a, tour, a tour of the, the studio, but you've got to go when we get to the exit. So she shows him all the lamps. <laughs> and then says, right, go on, fuck off. And he goes, spells out exit. He goes, E. X That's quite good actually, isn't it? And he says, alright, I want a request. But what he wants to request 
Fucking same thing Dennis Hopper's request. Could you put the murder tape on, please? That's what he wants. And she's like, well, I don't know. And they move over to the record storeroom, which is darkness behind them. Mm. Bill Mosley oh. says, look, what are you going to do? Are you going to play it again? And he says, oh, what's in here? Turns on the light. What is in there, Fletch? You fucking... <laughs> let oh, I fucking shat myself. <laughs> Mate, why are you making me watch these films? <laughs> why, are you make, why are you doing this to me? I fucking I shat myself. I was literally sat in my room, right... <laughs> And I could hear, like, my housemate was outside... Because the fridge door is, like, right outside of our room. Mm. And I could hear him, like, open the fridge. And then Leatherface came out. And I just went... <laughs> <laughs> and I could hear him just, like... I could hear him stop and just think about... Should I knock on his door? Is like, okay? No, I've just shat myself because Leatherface <laughs> jumped out of the cupboard. I'm fucking not happy. He jumps out of the cupboard and he hits Chop Chop in the head. And he goes... <laughs> Sparks. Sparks. His wig comes off. He's like, you ruined my Sonny Bono wig. <laughs> and he hits Bill Mosley in the head. And that's when you realise he's got a metal plate in his head. Hence, Chop Top. He chopped his top. Yeah, he chopped his top. And he sends Leatherface off. Like, Stretch sees this. And she's like, I'm fucking not sticking around here. Does, does one. Primus. We're big Primus fans, ladies and gentlemen. And this is where you get a soundbite from Primus. Bill Mosley, when he sends off Bubba, go, go get him, Bubba, yeah, go get him. Dog will hunt, dog will hunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Leatherface. Good song. Yeah. She runs off, hides in the storeroom, luckily with a metal door. Leatherface is just smashing the fuck out of the door with a chainsaw. What is this huge iron door? Yeah. I mean, luckily, it's like a panic room. <laughs> Why is it there? Well, it's a bloody good job it was. Because Leatherface is twatting it with yeah, a chainsaw and fucking it. mooing like a yeah, cow. Yeah, mooing like a fucking crazy man. <laughs> oh, shit. Remember we said earlier on, LG went out to get some plot coffees. Yeah. He's only fucking come back. LG comes in, he's like, who the hell are you? Bill Mosley looks up and he goes, lick my plate, you dog dick. <laughs> I can't stop. Oh, that's it, can't stop saying it. I've now. been saying this. saying it all day. I've been saying this like all day since I watched this You film. texted me. Lick my plate, you dog dick! <laughs> Leatherface rushes into the room. <laughs> you dog dick! Sh- stop shouting it now. Your neighbours can hear Yes, I know they can. Dog dick! Stop it. Leatherface rushes into the room. LG falls over. So Bill Mosley smashes his head in with a hammer. Oh, and it takes forever. It takes forever. He's, he's just there for ages. He's making horrible postman puns <laughs> about delivering <laughs> pain. Incoming mail. Just <laughs> whacking him. And he keeps going, hold team in. And just hitting him in the head. Yeah, it's fucking brutal, isn't it? It just keeps going. Yeah. And he's lying there alive, like waving his arms around. And yeah. He's just fucking sat there cocking him. Leatherface goes back to the storeroom where Stretch is hiding. He can't get him through the door, so he bursts through the side of the wall. He just comes through the wall with a massive he chainsaw. He just walks through like yeah. a fucking maniac cop. Yeah, he does. And he's got a massive chainsaw. And she's, she, This is where the screaming starts in this film, basically. And then and it never stops. And does not end for like an hour. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. She's just screaming. Because you would scream. Big Leatherface comes through the door. And she gets on top of like this fridge. Covered in ice and cans of beer and Pepsi and stuff. And Leatherface just starts sawing it up in between the, in between the legs. Quitting the ice. And then she says, in a, in a, he's got the saw between the legs and he stops. And this is a really weird. When she says, how good are you? And she's like trying to get Leatherface from stopping killing her. By being all sexy. By flirting with yeah, her. Yeah, but then Leatherface gets turned on and wanks in front of her. 
And then when he comes, he flies into a rage and chops up the room. Well, yeah, he yeah. flies into a rage and, and he smashes st- the room up. Yeah, and then he starts humping the... And yeah, and he turns around and does a cock motion with his chainsaw and then yeah. runs out of the room. He tells Bill Mosley that he's killed Stretch and he's like, good, because now that everyone's dead... There's no witnesses. And he says, I got one myself. A bonus, buddy. Look at that beef. And they drag LG away to turn him into chili man beef. And LG, he's fucked. He's fucked now. He's in the back of the pickup truck. He must have been hit in the head like 50 times. Yes. I'm surprised he had a head. Stretch goes out, realises they're driving away with their mate in the back. And she's like, God damn it, lefty, you're late. Dennis Hopper's not there. Dennis Hopper is supposed to turn up at this point. What a letdown. Stretch drives after them in a cool-ass Jeep, because it's 86. And I'm assuming everyone had a Jeep like this in 86. And she follows the Sawyer boys into the Texas night. We mentioned earlier on that this film is a little bit like (laughs) (laughs) Scooby-Doo. And that they passed a uh, sign for the Texas Battlefield Amusement Park. Where do you think? The abandoned amusement park. The abandoned amusement park. That is where the Sawyers are hauled up. Of course that's where they're hauled up. And she follows the car (laughs) into the disused... it's just like Scooby-Doo. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. As she follows... The... Oh my God, you're right. Yeah. It is Scooby-Doo. It is Scooby-Doo. So she follows the, uh, the van in there. She gets out of the Jeep and she's like sneaking around. While she's sneaking around, another car turns up behind her and starts chasing her. And she's like, fucking hell, running all through the woods. And it, all through the, the grounds of this horrible, disused amusement park. And there's a bit where it's like mammoth bones. And she's got, like going under this tunnel. The car's coming one end. She's screaming. Well, she hasn't stopped screaming since earlier on. Probably. She's always screaming. always screaming now for the rest of the film. And she's fucking shitting herself. She stops. The car stops. It's Dennis Hopper. That's how he calmly approaches people in this film, by chasing them. He drives cars towards them. And he's like, he's like, stop, stop, it's me, it's Dennis Hopper. And she's like, oh, thank God, it's you. I tell you, the bang falls through a hole in the ground like Scooby-Doo. Dennis Hopper comes up and... <laughs> what does he say? He says, don't cry, little sister. And he holds down... It's like, a, I, I used you, child. I used you. That was it, he was using her as bait. So he could, he, he could find the disused... I mean, that would be the first place I'd check, to be honest. And he tries She's, to... All she did was she read about these murders in the paper. Well, she heard about yeah, it, she on, heard it on the fucking radio. And she had the tape. And then she just went to Dennis Hopper and went, oh, I can help you with this. She and then off. this has just all happened. Yeah. But Dennis Hopper tries to get her out of the hole by passing her a skeleton arm, which breaks. And she falls down, keeps falling down at loads of levels. The last part being a child slide. Yeah. And then she ends up in basically in a room full of dead bodies at the bottom of the fucking lair. Dennis Hopper goes, oh my God. He goes over to his car. He opens the boot. He gets tooled up and he walks towards the entrance. He has the giant chainsaw in his hand. The two hand chainsaws are holstered on either side of his hips. This is fucking amazing. He walks to the entrance of the the park with his back to the camera and he turns round with Hange... With his chainsaws in his hands, and he says, Oh my lord, help me beat this stranger that stands beside me. Show me what I fear so I don't feel no more, lord. And then he just starts screaming <laughs> and <laughs> runs into the park. He starts screaming and he runs at the fucking at the gate. And then he stops and just opens the gate. And then starts and screaming. And then just starts screaming again. And he's inside the lair. This when is he... the level of intensity you get when you hire Dennis Hopper. When he's inside the, the lair, he notices that one of the, blo- the walls is bleeding. So he boots it and a load of fucking meat falls out the wall. This is the last fucking straw. 
And he goes, my God, it's the devil's playground. <laughs> and he revs up the chainsaw, chainsaw and he starts shouting, I'm bringing it down, bring it all down. And he starts running around the base. Yeah. <laughs> Just chopping it up. Just chopping up the foundations for this weird cavern. Yeah. Now, Stretch, we told you, she'd fallen in a, in a room full of bodies. Yeah. She's hiding in basically a meat locker full of bodies. The Sawyer family are outside cooking up chilli because it's football weekend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they've got to do a buffet, and the plan is they're going to cook up LG for a buffet and serve him to the football fans. They said, we need chilli, we need sandwiches. We need sandwiches. They're going to make... Where do they keep the bread? I don't know. I don't know. So they... do, you, do you reckon he cuts the sandwiches into little triangles? Maybe. Is there any other kind of garnish on the sandwiches? Maybe it's like little, maybe. little sliver of lettuce or something like that. Maybe, maybe like a BLT. Maybe they just supply the man ham. Maybe it's a, maybe it's an MLT. It's yeah. man lettuce and tomato. I just like implied scenes, <laughs> you know, where this has to have happened. They've they've run out of meat, so uh, Drayton sends Bubba Leatherface into the meat locker to get some more meat, and he says, "While you're in there, I want you to skin LG." So he goes in and gets like an electric knife and he skins he LG. Gets a little, he gets a little electric knife and just starts wielding it like his normal chainsaw. Yeah. And he just, just has different sized chainsaws. Yeah. Takes all, takes all of LG's skin off, oh. tries his face on, oh. and then hangs it up. Stretch is hiding. She drops something. Mm. Leatherface sees her and he's like, you're that fucking girl from earlier on. And he's like, what? She's like, help me, help me. Can you hide me? How does he hide a Fletch? He puts... Oh, oh, this is horrible. He puts LG's face on her. And a hat. And hat. But then he starts dancing around with her. While she's just whimpering. Whimpering. And using it like a puppet. This film's horrible. This bit is horrible. It's awful. That's the kind of thing that was lifted straight into those Rob Zombie films. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That that kind of horrible, torturous scene Mm. where people are just terrified. Meanwhile, while this is all going on, Dennis Hopper's still chopping down all the supports. Bear in mind, Dennis Hopper is in a rage for the rest of this film. While he's not on screen, he's literally destroying the rest of the theme park. Yeah, whilst the, whilst the other characters are talking and like you ranting can hear. each other, yeah, there's bits of foundation falling down around them because upstairs, Dennis Hopper is in a biblical rage with chainsaws, just running around upstairs screaming. Leatherface leaves to go and do horrible shenanigans with his brothers and leaves Stretch tied up in the meat locker. While she's tied up in the meat locker, you hear a noise and it's fucking LG. He's still alive. He comes round from all the fucking... How is he still alive? How the fuck is he still alive? He's had his head smashed in and he's had all his skin taken off. We've watched him get his head beat with a hammer for like a full ten minutes. Yeah. And then he's had his face peeled off. He's been flayed. Yeah. And now he's just going to be made into ham. He's like, oh, Stretch. Yeah. He ends up saving Stretch. Then he dies. So Stretch puts puts his face back on. Puts his face back on. (laughs) She puts his face back on. (laughs) The lair is now falling down like proper bad. Stretch is free, but she's free. And she can see the, 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 the three evil brothers who are using the fourth brother as a puppet. <laughs> so he dan- can still take part so, in conversations. Yeah, dancing around and they're talking about how like, things have gone downhill in the catering industry. Because bear in mind, Drayton Sawyer is just concerned about his food business. Here, yeah, this is, a, this is a catering business. It's a catering business. It's got nothing else to do with anything. 
And he's just constantly screaming about yeah, it. Yeah, he's just talking absolute shit. Just going on about, like, meat. And just then it cuts back to Dennis Hopper screaming, take it down, I'm going to bury the devil. Okay. <laughs> oh, God, I'm going to bury the devil. Stretch is hiding in pipes, watching the bad boys talk about something. And she runs past them, basically. Yeah. And they see her. They send Chop Top. Send Chop Top to follow her. Dennis is chopping down more supports and he comes across a wheelchair. Now, do you recognise that wheelchair? No, but he does. It's Franklin's wheelchair from he's the like, first film. He's like, Franklin! 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 He just yeah. gets really sad when he sees the wheelchair. And then How does he recognise? He just recognises that it's his, it's that, his that's nephew. Definitely, that's, Franklin. Yeah. that's Franklin. He says, don't you cry, my brother. I'm here for you now. They can't do this. I'll take them back to hell. And then he steps up his rampage. The Cokefield rampage gets even more intense at that point. Stretch is wandering around the, ba- the lair now. In a corridor full of lamps. There's a room that's just full of lamps. Can we talk a moment about this lair as well? The set design is incredible. It's absolutely incredible. Yeah. This looks amazing. It does. It's it really does look like... Why do people hate this film I don't so know. I think... Because it's nothing. Absolutely nothing. We can't stretch this enough. Nothing like the first one. It really isn't. But, but, look at the fucking films now that everyone's ranting. All these Nick Cage films. Yeah. If anything, this film's before its time. Yeah, it is. Yeah, she gets stuck in... We're talking about the set. In a room full of lamps and basically gets chased down to the end. As she's about to get out of the room... There's the... like traffic lights yeah. there and stuff. Runs down the corridor, she gets to the end, and then she sees that just round the corner, there's a chainsaw going. Oh yeah, but it's Dennis. She doesn't realise it's actually Storm Dennis. And she runs back. She runs back the other way, and then again, through a wall like the fucking Kool-Aid man, fucking... (laughs) (laughs) Leatherface. Leatherface comes through, chases her back down the corridor... Uh and I was like, here, here we oh, go. God. It's going to be the face-off Here we now. go. She's going to come around that corner. He's going to run straight into Storm Dennis. No, she runs into a wall because Dennis is that, in that much of a storm that he's just destroyed her only escape route. <laughs> Dennis has destroyed the corridor, essentially locking himself out of the room that all these people he's after are in. So obviously she gets trapped in there. The Sawyers turn up. This is where you get the line, you got one choice, boy. Sex or the saw. Sexes, well, nobody knows, but the sore is family. People definitely know. Yeah, they definitely know. So they take her, they knock her out and take her away. And then when she wakes up, it's this dinner scene from the first film. The camera kind of pans out and we see this big cavernous room. Yeah, it looks almost like something from Goonies, doesn't it? It looks like something from fucking Thunder, Beyond Thunderdome. Yeah, and she's sitting in a throne made of people. It looks insane. Exact same scene as the end of the first film where the girl wakes up and the family are basically going to feed her to grandpa. Oh, Stretch wakes up and just immediately resumes screaming. Screaming, yeah. Screams from now until the end. Granddad's still alive and he lives on fresh blood. And he's trying to knock her out with a hammer. It's the same scene as the first film. Oh, and this scene... But she... Again, here's another scene that just won't end. Well, we watched the uncut version of this. And this is about ten minutes long, this scene, isn't it? And it gets a bit much when th- like she's screaming and it's dropped, the old zombie man's dropping the hammer on her head. But she, she gets knocked out and she slumps into the bowl. As that happens... It looks like all hope is lost. You can hear a distant hymn coming from the pipes. And the family stop and they're like, what the fuck is that? I tell you what it is, mate. Storm Dennis. And he says, boys, boys, boys. And he revs up his sword and he says, you never should have been doing this. 
God, they're reckoning. They're reckoning. And Drayton says, Who sent you? Was it those sissies at Delmar Catering? Or was it the damn chicken shit burrito man? Again, because Drayton just thinks it's about the food. <laughs> he's just obsessed with his catering business. And he tries to pay off Dennis Hopper. Dennis- Wait, he's just a small town, small time businessman. That's all he's trying, just <laughs> trying to make trying it. To do, yeah. Just trying to make it in this world. But the, the hand of the market comes in the form of crazy, crazy biblical hopper. Now, he tries to pay off Dennis Hopper, and Dennis Hopper's not having it, and he says, I am the lord of the harvest. Is that that hippie Whole Foods place? He's still talking still about it. it's food. He's still talking about the catering business. He sees that Stretch is still alive, and he's like, sister, fries, his, his rage level notches up another level, and he flies... He just a, started to calm yeah, down a bit. He flies up into rage... He revs up his chainsaw and he sticks it up Drayton's ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cartoonish as well. Yeah. He just prods him up the bum with it right and he just ass. he does a little whoop jump. Well, that's the thing with this film. It goes from like the horrible, horrible violence to just really funny. To and just cartoonish. Really funny. Drayton hides under the table. Says to Dennis, Dennis Hopper's like, run, sister, run. Now this is where we get the fucking showdown of showdowns. The chainsaw fight. The chainsaw fight between Leatherface and Dennis Hopper. Jesus Christ. Stretch does one. Bill Mosley's following it. Still using his twin brother as a puppet. (laughs) The epic chainsaw... He's being pursued by two people. The chainsaw battle starts. They're fighting. It cuts back to the chainsaw battle and they end up... They're on the table fighting with massive chainsaws. They're fencing on the table. Fencing on the table. Like some kind of vaudevillain gothic novel. Yeah, while Leatherface (laughs) is like grunting and mooing. Dennis is just like praying at him. Drayton's hiding under the table. He's screaming scripture at him as he furiously swipes away with yeah. his chainsaw. Drayton's hiding under the table and he says, small businessmen. It's like Fletch just said earlier on. Why is it always the small businessman that gets it in the ass? And he says, I literally did get it in my ass. And he says, it looks like I've, uh, he sure took care of my hands. Maybe I burnt my beans on this one. And then he pulls down the, the, the corpse of his dead brother and he's got a hand grenade inside the inside the fucking <laughs> inside the corpse, and he's like, "Right, this is my plan." He pulls the pin out of the hand grenade on top of the table. Dennis Hopper gets his large chainsaw and he plunges it through Leatherface. Yeah. Leatherface is like, still fighting back alive with his chainsaw. Dennis Hopper then gets his two hand chainsaws. <laughs> Leatherface starts fighting back. It's just like as if he hasn't got a massive chainsaw. Last impaled on a chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. Stretch is now is getting hassled by Bill Mosley back in the back in the fucking lamp room. She's trapped in between a lamp and a hard place, mate. The fight is on the table. Grandpa sees this. He's like, I'm not having this. Picks up his little death hammer and he goes to throw it at Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper moves. It hits Leatherface in the head and knocks him out. He then falls over onto the table. This is so comedy. Falls onto the table. The chainsaw that's through Leatherface then hits Drayton under the table. He drops the hand grenade. Dennis Hopper sees this and he basically just screams a war cry and the, and the room explodes. Oh, he goes, <laughs> he's just got a chainsaw in each hand and he's just screaming. Yeah. This is insane. Yeah. This is absolute insanity. Yeah, so he just kills himself. They all die. Yeah, he screams a battle cry and then the room explodes. over his defeated foes and then they explode into hell. Into hell. 
Speaking of hell, it's not over. This hell isn't over for stretch. She's running. Bill Mosley's chasing her. She ends up chasing her up this tower that has not been mentioned for the whole film. Remember, it's a fun fair. Oh, yeah, yeah. They get to the top of the tower. Inside the tower, zombie old lady holding a chainsaw. It's grandma. It's grandma. It's the shrine to it's grandma. It's the shrine to grandma. Bill Mosley goes in and he goes, <laughs> it's a dead end. Dead end city. Stretch tries to get past him. And he fucking starts slashing her with a knife. Oh, God, yeah. And he's got the knife and he starts cutting his own yeah, neck with it. He says, look at my face. He says, look at that. It's like death eating a cracker. She ends up taking the sword from Grandma. And he's like, don't you take that sword. Don't you take that sword from Grandma. She revs up the sword eventually. She hits him with it and he falls to his death out, falls off the tower. And the film ends. Well, no. This is another one that takes forever. Because she's trying to rip it. Out of out of grandma's zombie hands, weird zombie petrified hands, right? And she's pulling, and chopped up stood there like, no, don't touch her. And then she rips it out and rips the petrified hands away from dead grandma. And he goes no, and he runs over to her, and he's like looking at her horrible, horrible zombie face, desiccated face. And the head's moving. Yeah, because she's alive. She's alive. <laughs> she's alive. She's desiccated and she's sat there and she's alive. And then Stretch is on the floor trying to start the chainsaw and it's just going... <laughs> right? And he runs up and he just starts slashing away at her back yeah. while she's just sat there trying to start the chainsaw. Yeah. And it just goes on for a bit longer. Yeah. Just a bit longer. There's so much of this film. Fucking, yeah. There's so many scenes where... It just keeps going for just that bit too long where you become uncomfortable. The film ends with Chop Top falling to his death. Yeah, she and the last kicks him off the fucking thing. Yeah. And he rolls down this fucking hill and goes straight into that tube. Yeah. That was... Could you imagine if that stuntman missed? <laughs> Holy shit, they could, that could have fucked him up. And the film ends with her screaming... And she's waving the chainsaw around on her head. She's doing the chainsaw Yeah, dance. she's gone bonkers. And she's just stood on top of this tower. As the camera pans away, yeah. she's stood on top of this hellish tower, waving a chainsaw. Cut to light reggae that sounds a bit like the police. <laughs> and that's it. That's the end of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Do you know they cropped that final cut? Did they? Mm. Mm. Why? Because originally it pans out and she's just stood there at the top. Waving the chainsaw around, and there's you can see traffic. <laughs> you can see the traffic. All right. Life is just going on in the background, yeah. unbeknownst yeah. to these people. Yeah, because it's the it's the abandoned amusement park. Because this is just what happens. This could be happening right now, basically. Jesus, the American Adventure is up the road from here. That's abandoned. I know. Shall we go there? Let's go and check it out. Or let's not. Let's not. Let's not. We've we've all seen Ghost Adventures. We know how that you know. So then, Fletch, what were your thoughts on this film? Did you enjoy this one? Well, like I said before, it's, it's before its time. It's, yeah. If this came out now, people would be going crazy mm. over it. They would. And th I think this film has been responsible for a lot of modern horror now. If you watch a lot of stuff, especially the Rob Zombie films, it's got that, especially the first one, House of a Thousand Corpses, it's got that cartoony feel. It's got the same fucking people in it. Yeah, but think about films like Mandy. Yeah. Mandy, where it's just purple synth. That, that, two films to sum up that film, purple and synth. <laughs> Your two favourite things. Yeah, I love that. But yeah, I genuinely love this film. I've watched it a number of times over the years. You couldn't imagine this film getting panned like it did yeah. if it came out now. No. 
Yeah. It's an hour and 40 minutes. But that's because we watched the uncut version. It's a bit fucking... Yeah, there is a shorter <sighs> version. There is a, Well, there's a few different versions. Fletch, you were saying there's a whole scene that was cut from this film. What was that? They go out looking for more meat... Oh right! Yeah, and they and this is where you actually see the uh, the weekend college football party because mm. they go out and they get some more dudes there. They go hunting, and mm. that was cut out for pacing reasons. But it was put back in in another version. So oh. this film is just was just too long. Too long. Yeah, I'm assuming that's probably on the Blu-ray edition. Yeah, yeah. The pacing in it is, yeah. I mean, it it, it plods. For so long, but yeah. it's it's the it's the parts where it does go on for too long that are just the worst. Yeah, yeah. Because it's someone getting hit on the head of a hammer for too long. Would I be wrong in saying that this film could have done with more Hopper? Maybe a little bit more Hopper, but I like the fact that it leaves us wanting more Hopper. You just get a little taste of him with this, but he's definitely coming back in the future. Criminally underrated actor. In fact, we have a film with him lined up in on the shortlist called My Science Project. He did a kid's film in 1985. <laughs> so we're going to be doing that at some point in the future. But yeah, genuinely, I know I say this a lot about stuff, but this is genuinely one of my favourite films, this is. Really? And the first one is possibly my favourite film. I think my two favourite films in real life... Ah, oh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and the first Terminator film. For a sequel, usually, so far, when we've done sequels, they've been for horror films that don't need them, the sequels have been fucking rotten. But this one is nothing like the original, but it's fucking amazing, in my opinion. Don't, but if you're, a te- if you're not that familiar with the Texas Chainsaw franchise, I would say, don't bother with three and four. Don't bother. Don't bother. Well, the third one, I'm going to rewatch them because I've got access to them at the moment. So I am going to rewatch them. We might do the fir- fourth one just purely because it's got Rene Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey in it. But three and four aren't very good. Okay. Then. Well, there we go. Thank you for joining us this week again on SuperTap Film Club. As we said, we've been doing some more Friday night shows. Please, please subscribe. Please like and comment on us on the, the Apple one, because that it does stuff. It does stuff. It makes us look good. Comment on the Apple one. Give us five-star reviews. Also, stay away from abandoned amusement parks. Yeah, don't. It's not worth it. <laughs> Dog will hunt!